0: Here's what's coming up on today's show. For some people, it's very hard to decide when to pull the trigger and retire. You know, it becomes even harder in times like we've experienced this past year and the market is down and inflation is up. What should you consider if you wanna retire this year that you think you might need to wait till next year? Today, Mark and I are gonna talk about some of the things to think about. It's easy to get lost on the way to
1: retirement. Things like taxes, improper planning, and excessive market risk can all lead you astray from your goal of a successful and happy retirement. That's where Liz Whittaberry comes in. She's a holistic financial advisor and the founder of Best Path Advisors, and she can help guide you to a better financial path. This is Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry. Welcome to another edition of Retire On Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry and myself here to talk investing, finance, retirement, and yes, should I work for another year? Is kind of the topic of conversation today with all the volatility we experienced in the last year and a half. Many people find themselves thinking about that. Well, I was supposed to retire. Maybe I should put it on the back burner for one more year. So we're going to get into all that conversation with Liz. And as always, if you've got questions and need some help, make sure you reach out to her at bestpathadvisors.com. That is bestpathadvisors.com. Liz, how are you? I am good. How are you, Mark? Doing pretty good. Got a little bit of the uh, allergy monster popping up. its uh, I know it's only late January, but the weather can't make up its mind. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's cold and it's well, warm. It's cold, it's warm, and my, my nose is going crazy. But other than that, I'm doing well.
0: I am so sorry to hear that, but uh, that, that impacts us here too. We My husband and I both get impacted by allergies when Uh, it rears its ugly head.
1: It's a it's a monster here lately. So hopefully, uh, if I have the hopefully my voice isn't too weird today, but I'm going to power through this and we'll we'll have this good conversation. Hey, listen, let's talk about this idea, Liz, because we've seen so much stuff over the last year with the market volatility, the way it's been. uh, You know, even the bond market, inflation. I mean, everything, and there's still conversation about recession on the you know on the horizon, Mm -hmm. and that gets people thinking. Well, you know. I was supposed to retire this year. Maybe we should delay this. I I guess the first place to start with this conversation is, if you don't know, do you have a plan? And if you don't, right, get one. (laughs) And -hmm. if you do have one, update Mm -hmm. it so you do know, right? So you can make this decision from an informed standpoint.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I have had some, some people that I've talked to recently that have had that exact question. Yeah. Which is why we wanted to talk about it today. Sure. Uh, and some of those people have decided that they feel a lot more comfortable just going ahead and working another year. Um, you know, others have gone ahead and retired. But, like you say, it's very important to have that plan so that you can look at where am I at today and how will that carry my, me through my retirement? Can I still retire? Where is my income going to come from? What are those income sources? How much of a gap am I going to have that I need to cover from my own investment funds? Uh, Which accounts are going to provide that? How Have those accounts been impacted or not been impacted? Mm -hmm. And and that's one of the reasons I tell people it's really a good idea to start lining up your portfolio five to 10 years before you get to this point. Because if you're just deciding, you know, last year, this year, I'm going to retire. Am I, do I have- Right, um, yeah the right level of safety for the short term versus the right level of growth for the long term, well, you might find yourself um, not quite lined up properly and not as easy to do that emotionally when we're going through these ups well, and downs like we've had.
1: We get burnt out. We get frustrated. Whatever thing happens, right? So hopefully, yeah, let's say in November, uh, like th- three months ago, you didn't decide, well, I'm going to retire in March, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hopefully that's not yeah. the case, right? And-, and if it is, then hopefully it's because f- you've already had a plan. in place. It- you already know, right? You've gone through the process and you know you could retire in March and you've made that decision. That's completely different than just saying I've- I'm fed up and I've had enough. So how Do we figure out how to go through these things to answer some of those questions? But because clearly, the income piece is the biggest one. Do I have enough income coming in, and where are they coming from?
0: Right, and I, you know, those are all um, very good questions to answer. And so, I think, you know, when we talk again, we should go through that ten point checklist for retirement and really dig into a little bit of the thoughts on that in more depth, but. Today, some of the things that are on my mind are the trade offs between working another year versus retiring another year okay so um, what are
1: so what are some trade-offs in your mind that you see from you know doing this day in and day out with folks?
0: Well, I think one of the things to think about always is you know your your current self and your future self and when you're thinking about your future self uh, it's very hard to imagine ourselves in the future I mean can you imagine yourself at 70 or 80 or or 90 it's very hard to do
1: i can barely imagine myself at 51 let alone
0: right right exactly and so i it's it is important to keep that future self in mind and think through the the financial impact of any decisions that you're making you know if you work one more year then you have income for one more year, and that's one more year that you don't take any distributions from your retirement fund. So it almost turns out to be a two-year difference in the long-term.
1: Okay.
0: So from a financial side, working one more year can have an even bigger impact than just one year because of that double impact. You're not pulling money from the accounts, you're actually adding money to the accounts, you're covering your expenses with income, And so from a financial side, it can really have a nice impact by working one more year. But there's a lot of other things to think about.
1: Well, I think in that respect, people probably that's the reason, that, the biggest reason they would do it. You know, I, I don't trust right. the economy. So let me go one more year. So I'm still getting a paycheck. Right. And that way I'm not dipping into those funds, especially if the market is down again. Right. So that's that's definitely the idea. Uh, health would be the idea or just the time loss. Like if you plan to retire this year and you've got it all in the works, do you really want to give up a year of your retirement?
0: exactly and that's the other side of the coin and having that plan would then let people know whether they could still go ahead and retire or not but when you work another year you're giving up a year of retirement at a young age a year in those you know when you can do things together when you're healthier when you're more active right and so that is a trade-off that I think is important to consider because we only live, you know, once. We only get to experience things once. And so there's the time that you could have with your family, the time that you could spend with your spouse while they're also healthy, time doing things that you really want to do that might it might take some energy, might take some strength, you know, whether that's hiking or or other things that you want to do that Uh, you would be better able to do while you're young. You know, those are important things to think about. I I have a friend who's an advisor in the business, and he has, um, his dad retired at, you know, regular retirement age and lived a very long time. He had worked uh, in a not real stressful job, and he had, because of that, he had a good pension that came in. But his father-in-law had worked Building a lot of businesses and and running businesses and you know had a very stressful job and worked past what we would say would be normal retirement age. He worked longer, uh, and when he finally retired, he lived maybe a year and had a heart attack and oh, passed wow. away. And so he really didn't get to ever have a period of time where he enjoyed just
1: the downtime being with.
0: Yeah, just yeah. being with family and friends or doing other things. And, and so that's, um, that's something that we want to think about so that we don't miss out on those experiences, even if it's just reducing work so that there's the time to do some of these things.
1: Well, that's that's an interesting point too, because if you did have retirement on your radar, let's say for twenty twenty three, uh, and there is some of the conversation about you know being a tough year financially or economically, uh, you know here in the country, maybe part time is a solution. Maybe that's the stopgap, if you will, right? Versus putting another full year in where you're at, maybe you go into some sort of part time thing so that you can still get a little bit of you know both worlds going on
0: yeah i I think so. And I do have uh, a lot of clients that retire from their career and then are able to consult back to that industry and do that on their own terms, do that on on their own hours that they want to work, the amount of time they want to work, the amount of income that they want to have and And that uh, is something that can help people retain a purpose in life. You know, we spend so much of our time working and that's where we have a lot of social connections that's where we have a lot of purpose in what we're getting up and doing and to just retire and walk away from that for some people is is very hard and by being able to continue to consult and teach younger people come in and you know help businesses Uh, in areas that they have some expertise in still maintains that purpose and gives them some income and, and they have some control over yeah how much time do they even spend doing that?
1: I mean that's a sweet spot if you can get it within the same industry doing some sort of consulting Many times that's not the case for people, but i mean I, I know folks that um i I've got a guy I chat with once in a while who had a really high paying you know very stressful job corporate job. He left it he retired early and then he got a part time job stocking shelves at the grocery store because that's what he he wanted to go back out and do something, but he wanted something really kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, just didn't tax, his, yeah, didn't tax his brain at all, right? He's like, it's great. Yeah. I go in. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. No one bothers me. I don't bother anybody. I just knock it out and get it done. And he's like, I have some friends that say, why would you take something, you know, so, you know, menial? So And he's like, I don't think it's menial at all. He's like, it, it, it helps me just see people, but it also helps me just kind of stay active. And it's like, it's just find what works for you, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. And the fact that he enjoys it, and yeah, it's just a few hours him, a week, right. Exactly. Yes, that that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and and we should all be happy for him that he's found something that works for him. Um,
1: and that's maybe, you know, the, I was going to say, maybe that's the ideal is, is is if retirement's on the radar this year, you know, go through the planning process and then figure out what you need to kind of, I guess, stopgap
0: it. Right, exactly. And, and in thinking about that, there's there's three phases of retirement that I really think about in planning. Okay. And that first phase is the go-go years of retirement. Right. And during the go-go years, that's when you're first retired. You're excited about being retired. You want to do everything that you didn't get to do because you were busy (laughs) working. (laughs) You're still, you know, you're still healthier and active and playing all the golf, taking
1: all the cruises, right. All that stuff, right?
0: Exactly. And But at some point in time, you're going to phase out of the go-go years and you're going to move into what we call the slow-go years (laughs) where you're beginning to age a little. You don't really want to do as much travel all the time. You've done some of that and checked it off your list, but you also, you know, people are a lot of times just beginning to slow down a bit, not wanting to put as much effort into some of the activities of Traveling overseas or whatever the case may be, yeah. In yeah. those slow go years, uh, you begin to see some, sometimes some health um, things that are start start cropping up, and then the no go years are later in life where you need some help with doing things, regular activities of daily living, and you're not mm. leaving the house as much, um, and that's you know when you're much much older and thinking about that those go go years the slow go years and then the no go years well if you work another year you're taking that from the go go years
1: that's a good point that is a good point because yeah you're you're like you said earlier you're young enough to where you're kind of dipping into that and is that truly what you want to do under the premise that you're just scared about what might happen in the current economy right so yeah You've got to. To me, that's why you've got to really figure out and, and solidify that plan, so that you don't make that sacrifice and end up wrong. How many times in life do we make a sacrifice and say, "Oh, I'm going to spend some more time with my kid," or or whatever the case is when we were younger, and then work got in the way, and you didn't, and then you get a little older. I mean, we all do it. I find myself now yeah. at fifty one thinking. Well, I wish I had done some more things with her when she was a teenager or when she was littler. You know, we did tons of right. stuff, but you always feel like you maybe could have done more and work got right. way. Same right.
0: thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's what I've been thinking about as I've been talking to people. If they can still retire, if the plan shows that they can still retire and they have things they want to do during those go go years, that's the path to take because they're not going to get those years back. And like you say, the plan is the thing that will shore that up. So, you know, I think in that, thinking through your financial plan, your retirement plan, it's also very helpful to have a financial purpose statement. Um, You've worked all of these years and you've accumulated all of these assets. and, And what is that? doing for you? What are those assets doing for you? You can't take them with you when you go. So what are they doing for you? And one of my good advisor friends says that uh, his financial purpose statement is something like uh, time with family, mostly outside and giving back to my community. So he's defined this money that I'm accumulating is gonna help me spend time with my family. We're gonna do a lot of that outside together and we're gonna give back to our community you know, in knowing that about yourself, what you want your money to do, what it's going to do for you, what it's going to create for you, I think then also really helps to find the answers to some of these questions.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea, having that purpose statement. Uh, we kind of think about that when we're putting a, a- a financial plan together, right? We say, well, we want our dollars doing this for us. The dollars have to have a job, right? Kind of thing. Well, so does your time, right? So think about mm-hmm. that in retirement. Kind of apply the time to the stuff, to the needs, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of put it all together uh, and come out with the the overall strategy. Because the X's and O's, which is the money, is certainly important. But you also, like, what was the goal? Like, what were you planning on doing with it anyway, you know, in retirement to enjoy yourself? And so don't necessarily sacrifice that just because you know, you're a little bit worried about, should I extend this out one more year? To me, it just comes back to having a good sound strategy for the financial side, but then also really having a a real conversation with yourself and your loved ones about, you know, the time you want to enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about those trade-offs and making sure that you're prioritizing the things that are most important to you.
1: Yeah. And that's a great point. To think about, too, because many times we make this decision, well, I should probably work for one more year because it's, you know, it's a little choppy out there or whatever. Did you talk to your spouse about it? Right. Did you talk? Because <laughs> they might have it? they might have some say in that, too. They should have yeah. some say in that as well. Right. They might say, no, let's yeah. let's I've been waiting. Let's be together or whatever the case is.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And uh, being able to have that time together, uh, I see that is very, very beneficial and something that I wish for people. You know, and I would like to say that if anyone is listening to this, if you're listening to this and you would really like some more insights on these topics, sign up for my Friday email. I send an email out every Friday morning, 7.15 a.m. Uh, and in that, I talk about these topics, one topic every Friday. We don't fill up your inbox. Uh, so just go to my website at www.bestpathadvisors.com. Click on that contact us button on the top right and scroll down to uh, the get in touch and just send me your name, your email and put add to Friday email in that subject line. You know, it's going out to over 1,400 people every Friday and I'd love to add your name so that you could get some tips to help you be on your best path in retirement because that's what we're here to do.
1: There you go. So stop by the website folks, bestpathadvisors.com as Liz said and drop her a line, let her know you'd like to get on that email list bestpathadvisors.com. While you're there, there's lots of good resources for you to check out as well. You can click on the podcast link also. Uh, Subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever you'd like to use. So it's all right there in a convenient spot for you at bestpathadvisors.com because Liz is the founder, financial advisor uh, at Best Path Advisor, serving you uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth and all around the area. So get on the calendar, have a conversation. Liz, thanks for hanging out with me. I always appreciate your time. I hope you have a lovely week.
0: Thank you. You too. And we'll see
1: you. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll see you next time. See you next time. That's right. Right here on Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittleberry. The preceding program is sponsored by Best Path Advisors, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Best Path Advisors, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Liz Whitberry should not be construed as specific tax, legal, or investment advice, nor as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Neither J.W. Cole Financial nor its representatives provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W. Cole. Investing is subject to risks, including the loss of principal. Due to volatility within the markets mentioned, opinions are subject to change without notice. Information is based on sources believed to be reliable, however their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed.